Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Melanie C. and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Thursday, September 7th, 2017, and this is the 10 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting. Today we are reading from the big book and we are on page 94, focusing our study today on paragraph 1, which begins with outline the program of action, that complete paragraph only today. Today's readers are the 12 steps, Matt M., the 12 traditions, Kristen O. Reading the the text today in support is Robin B., Marie J., and Ashley P. The reference numbers for yesterday's 10 a.m. meeting, 10397, 10397, and that would be September 6th. Wednesday's 10 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting, Share ID. The Share ID for this morning's 7 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting, Thursday, is 10400. 10400. The OA Preamble. The OA Preamble. I said that once, didn't I? Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At A Vision for You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive eating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Matt M. to please read the 12 steps. Can you hear me, Melanie? I can. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. This is Matt M. Compulsive Overeater from New Jersey. Here are the 12 steps as adapted for Overeaters Anonymous. Number one, we admit it. We are powerless over food that our lives have become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves can restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a fearless and searching moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so, and to them or others. 10. Continue to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. 11. Sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood Him, praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. And 12. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps to try to carry this message of the compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for letting me do service. Thank you, Matt M. Kristen O., would you please read the 12 traditions? Star 1, please. Star 1, Kristen O. 
Good morning, everyone. I'm sorry, Melanie. This is Kristen O. from California, Recovering Compulsive Overeater. The 12 Traditions. Our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Number two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Number three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry the message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And number 12, anonymity is a spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for letting me be of service. Thank you, Kristen O. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star 1 to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. And today we resume our study of the big book on page 94, paragraph 1, reading a single paragraph today to study on. It starts with outline the program of action and ends with he will be more likely to follow your suggestions. And I will ask Robin B. to begin the reading and our discussion. Good morning, Robin B. Good morning, everybody. This is Robin B. I'm recovered compulsive eater, anorexic bulimic, um, by God's grace and for his glory in Missouri. Outline the program of action. Explain how you made a self-appraisal, how you straightened out your past and why you are now endeavoring to be helpful to him. It is important for him to realize that your attempt to pass this on to him plays a vital part in your own recovery. Actually, he may be helping you more than you are helping him. Make it plain that he is under no obligation to you, that you hope only that he will try 
to help other alcoholics when he escapes his own difficulties. So just how important it is that he place the welfare of other people ahead of his own. Make it clear that he is not under pressure, that he needn't see you again if he doesn't want to. You should not be offended if he calls it off, for he has helped you more than you have helped him. If your talk has been sane, quiet, and full of human understanding, you have perhaps made a friend. Maybe you have disturbed him about the question of alcoholism. This is all to the good, and more helpless he, find, he feels, the better. He will be more likely to follow your suggestion. And um, I would just um, say that, you know, when I came into 12-step uh, programs, uh, back in February of 2010 um, into OA, um, I was desperate. I drove 85 miles uh, one way to a meeting once a week, and that was all I, I thought was available. Didn't know anything about um, bridge meetings or, or anything like that. And so I had the gift of desperation. I definitely did. And, and but I am so, um, I, w I, I can be so arrogant and, um, you know, just a little rebel. <laughs> and um, it took me a while to, it took me a long while to um, accept that um, other people might know a little bit more than I did um, and that um, I was not terminal, terminally unique. Um, but... And I've come across that since I've sponsored, since I've got recovered and since I've sponsored. Now, I had been in an, in another program and I sponsored. Um, I was abstinent for years, um, but I wasn't recovered. And I was very um, um, reckless, irritable, and discontent. Uh, but I was abstinent and I was thin and I thought that was all that was available until I found vision for you and now I can say that I'm um, I'm recovered and um, am sponsoring and it's just such a, a, a definitely it's a joy it's not a chore to sponsor it's not um, something that uh, I'm obligated to do it, and it really does help me more um, probably than I'm helping them. Uh, and I used to get really um, offended, you know, if somebody would, if I would lose a sponsee or if they didn't agree with the way I was doing it. And I realize now, you know what, I am nobody's higher power. I am, um, I you haven't wrote this book, um, and th this book, if we follow this book, that's the answer, not Robin. Um, uh, and uh, I have so much more to learn. I am totally not there, but, you know, by God's grace, one day at a time, I'm coming back, and I'm just so very thankful, and I'm, I'm happy to uh, be here and to be a part of this beautiful family. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you, Robin B., we're going to open the lines up now for people to share and comment on that particular paragraph. If you're just joining us, we're on page 94, reading the first paragraph only and focusing our discussion on that. Outline the program of action is what it begins with. Who would like to comment on that paragraph today? Raz R., Florida, but not in Florida Raz. today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Anybody else Shani, want to share? Shani B. Kathy Joe P. I have Shani B and Kathy Joe. Lindy. Anybody else? Hi, Lynn. Hi. Anybody else? Okay, let's go with that. Roz R, Shani B, Kathy Joe P, and Lynn D. Glad okay, that you're out of Florida, just... Roz. Can you hear me? I can. Okay, thank you. I'll start my timer. Yeah, evacuated yesterday, first time ever in 17 years. Um, anyway, Roz R, um, recovered in Georgia today. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, when I started sponsoring after I became recovered, um, the way I was taught through the way uh, my sponsor did in vision going through the big book. Um, I was really nervous about sponsoring because I had lost the weight many times over the years I was in program, um, but I never was recovered. There's a big difference. And um, I follow what it says pretty much. Uh, no, I follow what it says in the big book. Uh, my only endeavor is to be helpful and um, not taking it personally, you know, I heard this acronym Q-tip, you know, quit taking it personally. I love that. Um, and, uh, and so, all, you know, I, it was explained to me, all my job is, is to share my experience, strength, and hope. Um, I'm not responsible for someone else's recovery. And, um, and that's what I do. And um, I'm so grateful for the directions in this book. And, you know, I just like even reading it today, you know, hearing that, to share with someone um, uh, uh, that's new that, you know, my only hope is that he will be help other alcoholics when he escapes his own difficulties. Um, I don't think I say that. And I'm new at really sponsoring this way, you know, and I'm really glad that I read that because that's, that's important. That was impressed upon me. And um, I really never thought I'd be on the other side being able to do that. So it's such a, it's such a blessing. It's such a gift. Um, I have to tell you, you know, driving 13 hours yesterday for an eight-hour drive and getting lots of phone calls, um, lots of texting, lots of people, you know, that, you know, that I, the spot that I sponsor and that I work with and that people that work with me, you know, this is, this is a gift. I mean, if you are new in, in this, you know, fellowship or if you're new to vision, um, the love and the support and the recovery here is like nothing you'll find anywhere else. And all it takes is the willingness to, to pick up the tools, um, to make those calls, um, to get a sponsor. And, um, you know, I love, I love here at the very bottom, you know, if your talk has been sane and quiet and full of human understanding, you perhaps made a friend and that's what I try and do. And, you know, I have a lot of people that call me that I don't sponsor them, but I mean, I'm open to them and I'm loving and I'm caring and I'm not judgmental and it makes me feel good you know, to be there for other people who, you know, either are struggling or um, just need to hear, you know, that there's hope. Because I know when I started, I called one person after another binging, crying. And, and you know, no one ever got mad at me and no one ever told me, call me when you get ready. You know, they would just like give me back program, you know, give me their experience, strength and hope. Leave me with the fact that, you know, if they could do it, I could do it. And it, and they did. And it's a miracle. Anyway, thank you for letting me share. And um, I've never called in on the 10 o'clock meeting, but um, I woke up late today. <laughs> anyway, thanks. And I look forward to meeting you guys next week. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Roz R. Shawnee B. Hi, it's Shawnee B, grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater from Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Um, and, you know, the instructions that the big book gives on how to sponsor is um, 
is so important because, I mean, the way that I experienced it when I started working with my sponsor, she never, ever told me what to do. She never told me um, that I had to do this, that, or the other. All she told me was, look, this is this was my problem. This is what um, my life was like, and this is what I did. And she really gave me the dignity to choose my own path if I wanted to follow what she did or not at every step of the way. Um, whether it was, you know, setting up my food plan or going through the, the steps of the big book, the whole time she she just gave me her experience. She told me, um, you know, this is this is how it worked for me or this is what happens for me. And um, I also find that now that I'm a sponsor, this, this idea that sponsoring is and, and my attempt to pass this on to other um, compulsive eaters really does play a vital role in my own recovery and, recovery and I actually had um I was reading um in the big book with a sponsee yesterday or maybe it was the day before I can't recall and um God sent me a message through those words I heard exactly what I needed to hear as I was studying the book together with her and she might not have heard the same message that I did but I heard exactly what I needed to hear and you know that's all that matters for me today is that I'm working with others and it's helping me in my recovery Hopefully it will be helpful to somebody somebody else, but you know the main thing is I want to keep what I got this gift that I got. I can only keep it if i if I continue to put the work in and continue to to live in ten eleven and twelve and part of that is um trying to work with others and just passing along my experience and reading the book together um and I'm very grateful with that I'll pass. Thank you, Shawnee B. Kathy Joe P. Star one, Kathy Jo P. This is Kathy Jo P. in Minneapolis. Can I be heard? Sure. Okay. Um, I missed a meeting with my sponsor early on in that when I was starting to come to the Vision for You meetings, and she said to me you know, I need to work with you, otherwise I will die. That really had a big impact on me. Uh, recently, I talked to someone who had gotten up as high as 340 pounds, and I took her instructions of, or Sheila J's instructions of having her read page 96 about working with others and asked her to tell me why I thought I had her read that and she said, you know what, I don't want to get that desperate, that I would follow your direction. And I was there. I came back after being gone for 22 years, and I gave up sugar. But my life was still unmanageable. I was still 90 pounds overweight, even though I was down 55. And I was unhappy and in my living disease of being selfish, fearful, dishonest, resentful. And I had people say to me as I showed up at OA meetings, one lady said to me, you should be at goal weight by now. And what I see now is she spoke the truth. She said what I didn't want to hear, but she spoke the truth about what she saw. And 
thank God that I was desperate enough. And I can't tell you how I got desperate enough. I have people sometimes now that say, I want what you have. You are looking beautiful. You are acting more peaceful. I want that. But I can't make it happen for someone. All I can do is be available and tell them what I did. And I can't force them to be where I got. And I truly wish there was a way I could tell you how I got where I got. There's a, People say maybe she needed one more bite. The food will bring her back. So I thank God today I am desperate enough to go to any measure. And I can truly tell you I have 100% put down all my alcoholic foods and I am 100% living this program a day at a time. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Kathy Jo P. Lynn D., you're next. And then we'll open it up again. Did you call Lynn D.? I did. Good morning. All right. Thank you. Um, here's a great sentence. The more hopeless he feels, the better. He will be more likely to follow your suggestions. Well, that was certainly my truth. Um, I came to OA, I didn't know what even existed a week before I came, and I was so hopeless. It was such a miserable, tormented way to live in this disease. And, you know, nobody could have made me get to that spot. You know, what could they do? Shovel food in my mouth? I mean, come on. Um, I can't help anyone to get to that hopeless, powerless, completely powerless state. But I'm so grateful that I was because, you know what, I followed the suggestions and they really, really worked quickly. Um, I really like how it says, if your talk has been sane, quiet, and full of human understanding, you have perhaps made a friend. Um, I think it's way more powerful than a friend. You know, we have connected on, I remember the first person I talked to about my situation, and I felt a connection with her like none other because she understood this disease. And, you know, she was an example of recovery there. She was thin, she was happy, smiling, and yet she could relate to my experiences with binging on chocolate. Um so she had my attention, and I would follow her suggestions. And, you know, I, it's just a wonderful, precious gift to be that hopeless and desperate. And thank goodness we can move through these steps quickly and get to step two where there's some hope. And um, we can see the example of where it says outline the program of action. Um, I can see it in action. Um, you know, if I'm at a face-to-face meeting, um, I can certainly hear it on the lines loud and clear. Um, that there is hope and that we can be recovered. And I will never be able to repay what I have received um, from another, from a sponsor, from those people that recovered before I did. I could never repay that. So I am in there taking sponsees whenever I can. And like it says in here, they're helping me so much more than I'm helping them. I know, but I learn from every single person. And um, I'm so grateful for that because I never learned before. I just did the same old cycle over and over before. But today I can learn and I can grow and change and be closer to higher power. And um, I'm just so very grateful. And with that, I'll pass. 
Thank you, Lindy. I'm going to open it up now for additional people to comment on paragraph one on page 94, and it begins with outline the program of action, if you would like to read that and get prepared to share. Who would like to comment? Donna, Donna W. B. Donna W., but just somebody else before Donna W. Got it, got it. And then I got a Beth B., I think. Okay, anybody yes, else? Thank you. Uh, Lane C. Lynn? Lane, C? like a road. L-A-N-E. Lane. Okay, got it. Thanks so much. Anybody else? Sherry KB. Sherry KB. Rolls out the tongue. Okay, great. Thank you. I have Donna, Derek, Beth, Lane, and Sherry KB. You go first, Donna, please. Hi, Donna here, gratefully recovered in California. And, um, you know, what's coming up for me today is I have um, a sponsee who just, uh, this has happened a few times, but, but uh, you know, where they just will work in the program and then they just disappear. They start, you know, I guess recovery is just too hard, the food's too appealing, and they're just gone. And I reach out, how are you? You know, they, and they don't even, they, there's no closure, there's no... Um, you know, letting me know what's going on. And I feel so sad about that. It's just really hard and it's so humbling because I am powerless. You know, I can show them this program of action, but I can't do it for them. And we might be going along and life gets too hard and then they're out. And, um, you know, I, I pray for them. Um, and just it's, it's a good reminder for me that, you know, this, this um, spiritual malady is knocking at the door every day. So I just really want to say, you know, I get to feel my sadness and I get to be humbled that I'm powerless. And, um, and, you know, I'm so grateful for my sponsor who knows everything about me, who I check in with every day, who I can be so open with. Um, and, um, you know, that I, I'm not in this alone. I, I'm so grateful for that. And I, I really need you guys gratefully abstinent and recovered for today. I'm powerless over people, places, and things. I have a loving um, higher power who's supporting me and guiding me today. And I just need to open myself up to receive that guidance. And, um, and with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Donna W. Derek K., it's your turn. Hi there. My name is Derek. Um, recovered also by living in Missouri. Um, and I just wanted to share that you know, what I like about the reading we just had is it doesn't say that I have to be perfect about carrying the message or know exactly every answer to everything. I have to do something much simpler, although much more honest, which is just share my story. Um, you know, I don't have to get it right. I just have to say, you know, this is what I did. and This is what I was like before. This is what I did. And, and this is what I'm like now. And that's just so easy to do but also so scary to do because that means being honest and being open and admitting that I had faults and admitting that I'm not perfect now but I'm just different than I was and um, I think for me that's the, the most, most bit I get out of out of that bit of reading that I'm just sharing my story not anybody else's and not having to do it perfectly thanks for letting me share today and I pass Thank you, Derek Kay. Beth B., you're next. Star 1, Beth B. Hello. 
This is Beth B., grateful, recovering, compulsive overeater in Charlottesville, Virginia. Um, this paragraph really goes to the heart of it for me. Um, I'm, I'm fairly new. I've only been in program for about a year. Um, what it was like before coming into program is that I was so self-absorbed that I didn't even notice when people needed help, let alone uh, thought that I needed any myself. So um, after countless binges and almost reaching 300 pounds at one point in my life, I came to OA on my knees, uh, on my knees, hopeless. I was already hopeless when I came into OA. And uh, I remember going into my first meeting and just crying. I couldn't hardly talk. I was so, uh, I was so upset and ashamed to be there, ashamed. Um, I got a sponsor pretty quickly, and that, that didn't end up working out too well for me. Um, and so I found a vision from an angel that came into our meetings that, that directed me to this line. I prayed for the answer. I prayed for the answer every day, and it came through a vision. Um, so today when I pass the message, I, I feel like I, I have to sit and, and be relaxed and be willing to let God work through me and keep that channel open. Um, and I just ask for the right words. Uh, and and, and if, if the person's receptive and ready, I have no doubt that God will touch them. And uh, because that's what's happened to me. And, uh, you know, so for that, I am eternally grateful to this program and especially vision. So with that, I will pass. Thank you, Beth B. Lane C., you're next. Hello, this is uh, Lane C., recovering uh, compulsive overeater in Columbus, Ohio. It's so good uh, to be on the line with you all. Um, this is actually my first time speaking on this line. Um, and when I think about the one of, one of my friends who brought me into this program, um, I can just remember seeing uh, her serenity, seeing the way that she was living her life. She's um, a, sort of a new friend in my life, but a trusted friend in my life. And we sat down over dinner, and she did exactly what is outlined in this paragraph. You know, she outlined the program of action. She explained sort of how she had, uh, you know, come to be in this program and, um, and how she had straightened out her past. And when I looked at her, I just couldn't even imagine um, that this was where she had been. Um, and so I'm so grateful for that. She's, she's not um, someone who lives around here um, where I live, but, um, but we have this, this amazing conversation and it really actually brought me to this line first and then brought me into uh, the you know, like physical rooms uh, where I live. Um, I'm also really grateful to have uh, good sponsorship here in person. And, um, and, and my sponsor here is certainly following the big book and bringing me through the big book. 
and um, makes it very clear that this is um, helping her just as much, um, if not more, than it's than it's helping me. Um, and you know, just a few weeks ago, I was that sponsee who um, disappeared for a couple of weeks and um, was having a really hard time staying abstinent. Um, and I reached back out to my my sponsor, and what was great was she um, she welcomed me back with open arms, still challenged me to work the program, and still sort of got me back in touch with you know what step I'm on and and where you know where we, what we need to do moving forward, and also sort of pressed me a little bit more to to think deeply about you know working my program and how that's that's why I'm here and that's what I'm in the program for, and not just um, for losing weight and having that be the sort of the end goal. Um, it's more about the serenity and, and working the program. And so I'm just grateful to hear from you all. You all have contributed to my recovery in ways you don't even know and, and glad to speak with you today. Thank you. I pass. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Sherry KB, you're next. Good morning, Melanie. Good morning, everybody. Sherry KB in Northern California. Grateful, recovered, compulsive eye reader, and so grateful to be here today. And thank you for your service, Melanie, and everybody on the line. And, um, you know, it's interesting. Uh, you know, we're, I love these directions. I mean, I actually, somebody told me that when they begin to sponsor somebody, they actually have them read Working with Others um, before they even work with them. So I think that's kind of an interesting approach. Um, and what I do know is that my experience has been when I've worked with others is that I do out I do outline the program of action. I tell them what I've done. I tell them what kind of um, step guide I am. I tell them exactly what they can expect from me. Uh, I tell them what I expect from them as far as the work. And so I lay it out really um, right out. I'm very straightforward and very upfront about how I do it. And um and then I ask them if they can do that, and um, because that's how I I stay, um, you know, recovered. Um, and so, and I tell them that my whole job with them is to get them in this book, because this book is divinely inspired, and that it's about them relying on their higher power and not on me. My job is to help them to get unblocked, to get them through the steps, and. That's it, and hopefully that they are going to be willing to do the same. That's my goal. That's my aim, and I'm just very straightforward about it. Um, and I don't. I know that um, it. I want to be uh, sane, quiet, and full of human understanding. And I also tell people that the way I was sponsored is how I sponsor. It's it's the only way I've seen that's worked for me. And I've been around the rooms a long time. And so I tell people straight up front, I'm not your psychiatrist, I'm not your psychologist, I'm not your nurse, I'm not your, um, you know, your therapist. I'm not going to be any of those. What I am going to do is help you to get through the steps and shine the light on the steps so that you can get recovered. Um, and I, I make that very clear in the beginning. Um, and it just seems that my my approach has been pretty successful. And what I've heard, too, is that whether they get recovered or not, it keeps me recovered. And early on in program, I heard half my program is sponsoring, the other half is being sponsored. Um, and so I just I lay it out very honestly. And um, and I know that, you know, I have to leave my ego at the door as well because not a lot of people are going to want to do this. But the people who are hopeless, the people who are desperate, who really want to be recovered and stay recovered and that 
Um, it's not, you know, I used to hear it's, it's, it's an inside job. It's not an outside job. It's an inside job. And um, this book is an inside work, and it changes everything on the outside as far as I'm concerned with the health of my higher power, and that I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Sherry Katie. Looks like we have time for some of the people to comment on that paragraph on 94, paragraph 1. Probably going for about four more people who would like to comment. Terry H. Tracy B. Tracy. Anybody else? We'll go with those two for now and see if we can come up with a couple of other ones. So I have Terry H. and Tracy B. like boy? Uh, B. like Victor. B. like Victor. Okay, great. Thanks. Thank you so much. Terry, go ahead. Thanks. Hi, everyone. My name is Terry H., a recovered compulsive reader. Grateful in North Carolina today. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, working with others, you know, is a must is a must and I just want you know for me I just want to be open and honest and willing to um, go through that process Um, you know I know it's worked for me working the steps I am not a food guru I'm a compulsive overeater I have a disease you know I'm not an expert around food plans or abstinence or anything like that I'm I'm not an expert about anything and, you know, I just want to be open to continuously learning. And, you know, I do know how to read, and I do know what worked for me. And I was working the steps in the big book. And I'm so grateful my sponsor, you know, the person that I asked to sponsor me and go through that process with me was willing to um, do that. Um, you know, and I can only share my experience, strength, and hope. Um, that's all I have. I'm, you know, I can't, um, sh- you know, offer things I don't know about. I don't know. And, you know, but I can help research and look, definitely. Um, And I'm just really grateful for the opportunities. I know that when I work with new people, you know, they may not, um, you know, continue the process. I I understand that. And I try not to take that hard. (laughs) But I'm human. You know, my feelings get hurt or, you know, I feel like I'm not good enough. And I just continue to work my program around that. And I'm grateful for those opportunities. Um, but when I'm working with a person who is, you know, willing to do the work and is ready to take the actions because it's a program of action, it is so awesome, you know, it, the, the way it helps me in my program, you know, to take me back into the, you know, doctor's opinion and Bill's story and, and that process is just amazing. And, you know, I'm, I'm open to continually learning. I'm, I'm fairly new at sponsoring people. But, you know, it's what I need to do for my program. It's what I need to do for my recovery. And, you know, I just show up, you know, and let, God, let my higher power, let God got us take the lead and, uh, you know, set aside everything I think I know and just be open and learning from, you know, the new person or the, the other person as well. And, um, you know, it's, it's an awesome program. It works for me. I'm getting ready to go away for the weekend in the mountains, camping. Hopefully uh, Irma won't follow me. And, uh, you know, I really pray for those people out there who are in her path or have been in her path. And, you know, I just really want to spend some time with my higher power and, um, 
getting to know Terry a little better. And, with, you know, without this program and without these tools, I would never be able to do that, you know, and um, participate and be open and be present. And so I'm really grateful. Thanks for letting me share our past. Thank you, Terry H. Tracy V. Like Victor, you're next. Hi, I'm Tracy V. I'm from Las Vegas, Compressive Overeating. Um, I, this is the first time I've actually shared on this meeting. Um, I've been listening to Vision for You probably for about six months or longer. Uh, I've been in LA for years. I'm also an alcoholic anonymous. Um, but I just, I've listened to this meeting for a while and I really, um, get a lot out of it. And I just know that, um, I feel like I'm missing something, um, and I don't know if it's just the way I've done the steps before. You know, I've heard it over and over again as far as being in the rooms and not really getting recovered. And um, I am abstinent, and um, I've had a pretty good weight loss and maintained it. I, I just feel like I'm missing something. And um, and I, I just, you know, really love listening to everyone share, and I get so much out of it. And I want what you guys have as far as saying that I'm recovered. And I know that working with others helps me get out of my head and helps me um, not focus so much on myself since I'm, you know, selfish and self-centered, and that that's my core. And um, I recently had a someone ask me to sponsor them in AA, and... Um, I haven't really sponsored people. Um, I've been, I'll be sober nine years in November and I've had a couple of people ask me, but they never really follow through. And, and I have a lot of fear around it cause I, I feel like I, I might fail them, but like I heard earlier to set my ego aside and, and realize that all I can do is share my experience, strength and hope and what I did and I can't fix anybody. And, um, so I just really am grateful for this line, and I'm looking for a step sponsor through Vision for You to help me get through the steps, through the big book, the way you guys do it. I do have a sponsor face-to-face, um, but it, she doesn't really do it through the big book. And um, So anyway, that's really all I have to share, and thank you for listening. I'll pass. Thank you, Tracy V. It looks like we have time for at least two more. Who would like to comment Marie on the paragraph? I know you're Reggie, Reggie, Gina, and I heard Marie. Let's go with Gina, and see if we can catch the Reggie. We're going to go with Gina R. and Marie J. just now. But we'll see if we can catch another one. Reggie, thanks. Go ahead, Gina. Good morning, Mel. Thanks so much for your continued service. This is Gina R., gratefully recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body in Green Valley, Arizona. I'm going to focus on the sentence that um, says... Uh, uh, the when make it clear or sorry I'm not finding it but basically when he has recovered make it plain that he is under no obligation to you that you hope only that he will try to help other alcoholics when he escapes his own difficulties when I was um, first introduced to the face-to-face meetings um I didn't get the impression that anybody had escaped. I felt like I was going inside the asylum and I was part of crazy. And 
I, I don't know if it was good sense or if it was just my obstinance and stubbornness, but my feeling was, and I had had some experience around the 12 steps through Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, I thought, I do not need these people to do crazy. I can do crazy all by myself. And so I really never went back into the rooms. And thankfully, the person who introduced me to um, working the program the way it's focused on in this group of Overeaters Anonymous, this is not a separate group, this is part of Overeaters Anonymous, helped me to understand that these people doing the best they could with what they had at the time, they were just simply carrying their mess into the meeting. Nobody was really working a message. So when I started to work with my guide here, there was an assumption. As long as I had the gift of desperation and I was willing to do the work, it wasn't a matter if I was going to recover. It was just a matter of when I was going to recover. And so that's how I'm approaching it now with people. When I start this book, my expectation is, look, if you want this and you're desperate enough to have it, I'm convinced that you're going to get it because I got it and I know thousands of other people who are getting it. So I, I'm not afraid anymore to just have the boldness of belief and faith that this can happen. It doesn't matter how long you've been struggling or how many bad meetings you've been to or how screwed up you are. This is possible. There's plenty of evidence out there and many of us for it. So I'm so glad that this approach was taken with me, that it was just assumed if I was desperate enough and I did the necessary work, it wasn't a matter of if, it was a matter of when I would get it. Thank you so much for allowing me to share and be of service. I pass. Thank you, Gina R. Marie J., you're next. Thanks, Mal. This is Marie J. in uh, Colorado, gratefully recovered. And um, the the vital need of... Um, having sponsors in my life, it's so evident to me, especially when I go on vacation. And I went on vacation in, in July, and I also went on vacation last week. And in July, I really backed off on, on sponsor calls. I wanted a vacation, you know, so I backed off. And I came back, and I was a bit of a mess, you know. Reentry was kind of hard because I had set my program aside for five days. And so um, last week, I went on vacation again, and um, I was prepared. I had sponsor calls every day. I was prepared with my food. I brought food in coolers to the hotel, and I developed as much of a routine as I could staying in my recovery and passing on to my sponsees my recovery. And it, it is such a privilege to be able to sponsor because I cannot stay recovered. I cannot stay sane, and I have a really hard stay, time staying contested connected to higher power when I'm not sponsoring. I get so much from my sponsees in being a sponsor. So I too was really afraid to sponsor before I got into vision. I had been a sponsor and I had so much ego in it and I was making up stuff as I went and I didn't use the big book and I was playing God and psychiatrist and you know, of course, I'm not qualified to do any of those things. And I just was lost in sponsorship and also um, upset about it. You know, it was just a mess. But today, I just have my experience and the big book. And so sponsorship is so easy. I don't play God. And I tell my sponsors that I'm not their God. They have to develop their own 
their own higher power connection and to not put me on the pedestal and not believe everything I say, but believe the book and, and I share my experience. And all I know is that I need my sponsees every day. I need my sponsees for my recovery. And it is so clear to me now that this is about my being able to stay in recovery. And if I'm not talking to my sponsees every day, there's, there's a risk. I'm at risk. And it seems a little selfish to me, but it's kind of like the cyclical thing. Sponsy needs me to get recovery. I need Sponsy to give recovery. And we are so symbiotically connected that if I can't pass it on, I can't keep it. It's just such a beautiful privilege to be in a Sponsy-Sponsor relationship. And my primary purpose, I take this as my primary purpose in my life is to carry this message. And what a great thing to have, just like the, just like the program, because if I am carrying this message, I am staying close and connected to my higher power, and my life is happy, joyous, and free. Like, what more can I ask for? I have freedom, I have joy, I have happiness, and it's because I am carrying this message to sponsors, and I am getting so much recovery from doing that and from them. Thanks, I pass. Thank you, Marie J. And my apologies, Reggie, it looks like we are out of time for anyone else to share today on this recorded portion anyway. So thank you so much to everyone that shared. We will now close this meeting with the reading from the big book on page 164, and we'll follow that with a serenity prayer. Marie J., would you please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Thanks, Mel. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you.